For the last three weeks, we've been talking about our ministries kicking off. And for those three weeks, we've used different sports analogies, different terminology to help us to see and understand different ways that we could get involved, including the word kickoff itself. This week, we're talking about taking a time out. Sometimes we have to take a time out from our normal activities. For example, when you lose something that's precious to you, I'd be willing to bet that you'll take a time out from just about anything to find that precious thing that is lost. Maybe, for example, you've misplaced your wedding ring and took a time out from everything to begin a full search. You retraced your steps. You asked people if they had seen it. You searched pockets, car seats, and desks. Maybe you even dismantled the plumbing in your kitchen sink to see if it was stuck in a drain trap. Maybe your wedding ring isn't a big fancy one either, and there may be thousands of others like it. But the one on your finger is truly unique because it's the one you wore on your wedding day. If you lose it, no replacement ring would have that history attached to it. Now that's worth taking a time out to search for because such a ring is unique and unrepeatable. As for me, I don't have anything precious like a wedding ring. For me, it's probably losing my wallet, which I tend to do. It would be an egregious error on my part, not because it has a bunch of cash in it, but my identification cards, license, etc., are in it. And that would be a big hassle to try and replace those. Not a sense of heartfelt loss for sure, but a big hassle. And yes, I do stop everything to look for it. And every time I misplace my wallet, I have a great sense of relief when I find it, even though it's not unique and unrepeatable. Do you feel that way too when you find your misplaced wallet? What could you lose though that would be so valuable, everything would go into lockdown mode until it was found. Some things are absolutely irreplaceable because they are unique and unrepeatable. Jesus spoke about many things, including what it feels like to lose something unique and unrepeatable and what it feels like to find it again. Your children, your children are precious, unique, and unrepeatable. Have you ever lost a child in a store or a park? Yikes. If you have, then maybe you have a sense for what Jesus is talking about and what great relief and rejoicing he experiences when he finds someone who has lost their way in life. How did you feel when you found your lost child? I bet it's a feeling you won't forget. And then if you were ever lost as a child and your parents found you, then you have a sense for what a person feels like when Jesus finds those who have lost their way on their life's journey. You were lost and then you were found. Whew. One story Jesus tells us about all of this involves a hundred sheep and one goes missing. Sheep are rather easy to lose because yes, they tend to just sort of wander off. In this story, Jesus says a good shepherd values each sheep so much that if one wanders off, he will go and search for it, even if it means leaving the other 99 behind to find it. 
It's a great story about seeking the lost one, and that is exactly what Jesus does. He seeks the one. You may wonder, too, what is it about that one sheep that's so special? Or even what makes it worth risking losing the other 99 to go find that one? Maybe you can relate to this. Growing up Catholic, I heard this story often. I thought, well, it's kind of nice Jesus goes and searches for that lost one. Those who are outside the flock, I thought. Surely that wasn't me, or so I thought. I've been Catholic since I was a baby. So I thought, I must be one of the 99. One of the 99 Jesus leaves to go and find the lost. And sometimes I thought, well, I'm not that special to Jesus because I'm already in. I'm in the in group. I'm one of the crowd. Not unique, not special per se. And I'm worth leaving behind for sure by Jesus so he can go find that lost dude. I was thinking, my faith is just sort of done and sort of boring. What more would there be for me to do now? Or what more would there be for me to know at this point? Let's flip the script on this story. Consider this. Each one of us is the one, you and me, the one Jesus is pursuing because each of us is unique and unrepeatable. Like your own children, we are much more precious than a wedding ring, a wallet, or whatever. You and I are children of God, sons and daughters of God, unique and unrepeatable. My mother always told me they must have broken the mold when they made me. To God, you are worth seeking out always. All of us here are the one. You're the one that God is running after to capture your heart. We always think that sitting in this church, perhaps that we're one of the 99 and not the one. Even when we feel like we're in as one of the 99, however, Jesus always invites us to know him more. He always invites us to go deeper with him. I think there are many people like me who see themselves as part of the 99 and forget that they are still loved and pursued by the God who loves them, the good shepherd. We should not see ourselves as valued by Jesus either because we're part of the flock, the church. We are valued every single bit as much as the one whom he still seeks, always. Another aspect to this is that, yes, in many ways, we here in church every Sunday are the 99. However, we do not simply stay behind while Jesus goes out to find his lost sheep. We go out to search with Jesus and help him with the lost. And we want to help you learn how to work with the Lord to bring the lost one back to his fold. It's called sharing the gift of our faith. We've talked about that extensively over the last few years. That word evangelization, sharing the gift, helping Jesus to bring others back into the fold. What we're talking about so much over the last couple of weeks, the 99 and the one, we're talking about because our small group series begins this week 
And it's all about the 99 and the 1. And it is for both the 99 and the 1. It's for all of you and me. It's only six weeks long. This series is about being lost and then being found. It's about seeking more, going deeper, deeper with the Lord. It's about our relationship with Jesus and re-engaging who Jesus is, ultimately asking, do I believe Jesus makes a difference in my life? And if so, how do I live out this difference and share it with others? Well, those are the things we want you to know this week. This is what I personally would like for you to do. Shake yourself out of a collective mentality as part of the in-group. Shake yourself out of the concept that you are only part of the 99. I personally invite you to participate in one of our small groups and see yourself, experience yourself as the one, the one whom Jesus seeks. Please take some time out and sign up this weekend. If you're already in a group, please invite someone to join you who is not yet in a group. It's a great tool for sharing the gift of our faith. It's a great tool for evangelization. Simply inviting someone to take a time out with you in a group and reimagine your faith and relationship with Jesus. Discover how your unique story ties into Jesus' story for you. Listen for his voice as your shepherd, for he is seeking you always. You can sign up on our website today at saintmary.life. If you need a little help with that, just see Kim at the information station in the entryway to the church right after Mass. She'd be happy to help you sign up for a small group. Are you seeking more? Do you want to go deeper? Do you want to bring somebody along with you and share the gift of your faith? Then take some time out, for he is seeking you.